want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Well, hello everyone and welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel. I've set up base camp down here in the great state of Florida. And I've got my camouflage backdrop set up to camouflage my exact location. Anyways, folks, welcome back. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, hurricane preparation, day one. I've gotten to learn a lot about how to prep for hurricane. And funny, a lot of it has everything in common with prepping for SHTF in general. So here we are. <clears throat> I'm going to answer your questions today. We're going to do 30 minutes of monologue, 30 minutes of your discussions. So here we go. <laughs> right off the bat, folks, get this. American farmers. Uh, I mean, when, when the news article comes up, it says American farmers warning. Um, are these uh, Midwestern, uh, Southern farmers, California farmers? Who, who goes and speaks for the farmers? Anyways, apparently farmers are warning of severe food shortages. Not only that, they're saying, look, it's beyond our control. Well, of course it's beyond your control well, to some degree. To some degree, it's beyond their control. Uh, what can't they control? They can't control the weather. The government says it can control the weather. They can't control banking rates. The government controls banking rates. They can't control market conditions. Apparently, government and the Federal Reserve can control market conditions. And oh, by the way, the Federal Reserve says that we're in for a bit of pain. So get ready, folks. Nothing like a little bit of pain with the, your uh, the pain in your SHTF. Go ahead and get your questions in. Get them in down below to Jolene. Whether you want to talk about a person, a a place, an idea, a prediction, you want to talk about history, bring up your topic, and we'll tie it in to what's going on in the world today. Now, <clears throat> hurricane preparation. Let me just get into this. I am I am at uh, what you call ground zero for where the hurricane is going to slam into Florida. And let's see, we... I've boarded up windows and sliders. Uh, I've filled sandbags. I've uh, digged uh, or dug um, a drainage ditch, drainage trench with shovel in the mud up to my waist, you know, to, to route water around houses and stuff. Uh, <clears throat> I've been having a little bit of fun. <sighs> I, don't, I don't know if it's anyone else's idea of fun. Someone said, hey, that's good training for you there, John. And I'm like, ah. Uh, not my idea of training. It's more like more like masochistic abuse. But we're getting trained up. We're getting we're getting prepped up. We're getting ready for hurricane. Now, I'm going to give you some special insight into how they do it in Florida. Number one, must have a lot of alcohol. That's a Florida rule. Number two, you need to have as much ice on hand as possible. If you lose power, it could be for one days or for five days. So you have to have a lot of ice. Always keep a lot of ice. Uh, freeze water bottles. Uh, fill bags, uh, Ziploc bags. Now, of course, this is different than SHTF because they know the hurricane's coming. 
And if the hurricane misses you, well, you know, you got some ice and lots of alcohol. It sounds like a party, right? Uh, <coughs> but they know the hurricane's coming. Much like when I was in California, I knew the snowstorms were coming. I knew the ice storms were coming. I knew it. So you can get ready ahead of time. But a hurricane is kind of like being stalked by a turtle. You turn around and you look and it's right there. It's looking at you. It's stalking you, but it takes days and days to get there. Well, that allows people days and days to get ready. Now, I have learned something very interesting also. They've known for days and days this is coming. And there is a segment of the population that waits till the last minute to go to the store to buy food and, and fill up their car and get whatever it is they need to get. And so there's a mad rush, kind of like the old Cerveza bug toilet paper rush. Only down here, they want bottled water in the South. They want bottled water. And I thought, when did the tap break on your kitchen sink? You know, if you're worried about contaminated water, I get it. You get a Brita water filter. You get an Alexa Pure water filter. You get a Berkey water filter from right here, bam, Berkey Water Filters at the PreparedMind.club. How hard is that? Well, apparently it's, it's rather difficult. Now, the other thing that I've discovered and I've come up with and I wanna share this with you. This is a Prepared Mind exclusive recommendation. Uh, this idea that, well, you need to be prepared at all times. And one of the things you need, not just for hurricanes, not just for snowstorms, but for SHTF, is if you're going to have a generator, right, you have an interesting option. And we haven't talked about generators in a long time. And I want to bring up this one particular thing. You can get dual fuel generators, okay? This is not like a, I've seen them for years and years, but I want to talk about them. From the perspective of fuel storage, propane can sit in a tank, it doesn't go bad. Not like fuel, gasoline, not like fuel, diesel, fuel, LP, liquid propane, right? Propane doesn't go bad. You can store it for years in the tanks, right? And then you can put your generator, right? And a lot of generators you can buy can run on gasoline or on propane. And they come fitted with all the fittings right off the bat. So I've seen a couple of them here. Uh, people I know have them. And that's exactly why they have them is because, well, I'm with preppers, by the way, they have uh, propane and gas generators. So when a hurricane comes down here, you can lose power for a day or an hour, or you could lose it for a week, or it could just be intermittent off and on. So all that ice they frozen goes from the freezer to the fridge, keeps the fridge cold, Right. And that works until you're out of ice. And then what do you have? Well, you've got a lot of cold drinking water. Hmm. Kind of a twofer going there. Now, if you have to run your generator, you only run it as long as you have to to keep your fridge and freezers in satisfactory working condition. In other words, keep the food frozen and the food fresh. Longer SHTF, folks, past two weeks, that's a lot of fuel for a generator. Do you have solar power? Solar power, folks. Everything uh, that I try and talk about, I try and keep at the preparedmind.club. 
Do your best, folks. Now, let's get on with what has happened today. Uh, right off the bat, I want to play, let's take a wild guess. You bet, sponsored by the Jim Jones Juice. Yes, take a wild guess. I don't like the consequences of playing this game, and I don't mean to make light of it, but doctors are baffled yet again. Now, a one-month-old baby, folks, died from a blood clot following a blood transfusion. The mother blames the Jim Jones juice blood that her baby got. It is a horrible tragedy, folks. Every time we hear about this, uh, since when do one-month-old babies get blood clots? Unbelievable. Uh, so take a wild guess. Take a wild guess, folks. And then when we turn to the mainstream media and we want the truth from them, well, forget about it. Remember that clown named Chris Wallace used to work for Fox? Crapped all over Trump, lost his job there, went to CNN, flopped there. Well, he's got another CNN show, folks. And it's called, Who's Talking to Chris Wallace? Well, that show is crap. It should be called, Who Gives a Shit What Chris Wallace Has to Say or Who the Dumb Bastard's Talking to. But they're going to continue to push to try and remain relevant. It's incredible, folks. The Democrats are irrelevant. The mainstream media is irrelevant. All they have is guns and badges now, folks. Now, the Republicans, you know, the rhinos and the elite leadership, we have a problem, Houston. Matt Getz, Republican out of the great state of Florida, down here where I'm at right now, uh, he is telling the world that rhinos and GOP elites are planning business as usual when they take back the House. Folks, we need to start demanding new leadership in Congress right now. We know we're going to win this. We know we're going to beat the Democrats out of the House of Representatives. So I'm, I'm putting forth a call to action. A call to action. Time to take action. Prep to action. Write, email, call, text, message your Republican congressman and say, enough of this old crap. No more McCarthy out of California. No more rhinos. No more old school bullshit. It's time to get back to freedom, liberty, and the red, white, and blue. America is great. It is not to be shunned. We need to demand new leadership, and it starts with you and me here in the grassroots, if you will. Regular people asking, demanding that we have our liberties protected. Now, as you and I look forward to a victory in just over one month, right? The Democrats, folks, they see their midterm prospects sinking lower and lower and lower. And that is why we're hearing all of this call for violence against Americans. Do you think it's an accident that Joe Biden, right, is calling us a threat to the country? Republicans, veterans, patriots, parents, we're domestic terrorists, we're domestic threats, we're threats to the country, we're threats to democracy. How is that possible? Well, it, what, what they're saying is uh, we're a threat to them getting reelected and keeping power and pushing this globalist agenda. 
right? Their agenda is absolutely off the charts stupid, by the way. Guess what? I, 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 I woke up and I, I hit the headlines and Biden, President Gigi Biden, decided he's going to talk about preparing for hurricanes. Now the dumb bastard has called, I think, three mayors down here. Probably Miami, uh, Tampa, and uh, Fort Lauderdale. But he didn't call DeSantis. Well, he's the governor. Anyways, Biden had a message for you. Biden had a message for you. To prepare for the hurricanes, you need to get vaxxed. I was like, uh, what? Well, we don't need to leave anything to chance. So get your vaccination uh, when hurricanes come. Really, folks, for real. He really said that. I heard the words come out of his mouth. Unbelievable. Now, some other big news has happened. Uh, Edward Snowden has publicly addressed the world and let them know that he has been granted Russian citizenship. Now, for me, I can't imagine having a citizenship other than that of the United States of America. Being a citizen or a member of the people in America. Now, let me ask you this. If you were Edward Snowden, would you rather live in Russia or die in a D.C. gulag? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just an absolutely awful story was in the alternative media today about one of the January 6th protesters. A January 6th protester was beaten so badly he lost an eye, has been tortured and tied up in a chair for 12 hours being denied medical attention. Folks, it is getting bad there. It's continuing to be bad there. That's why I say, you know what? No, I don't think I'm going to allow them to arrest me. What would the point of that be? So they can torture me? So they can feed me crap, literally? Feed me bugs? So they could like, put me in unsanitary conditions? so they could beat me some more, so they could prosecute me in some kangaroo court with a jury of pro-government jurists, not my peers. Unbelievable. Let's jump overseas. Well, shoot, I was just there with, uh, with Edward Snowden. Okay, so let's do that. Let's, let's stay overseas in Ukraine. Uh, <clears throat> European officials have now blamed the sabotage in the Nord Stream pipeline on Russia, folks. Yeah, Russia, Russia, Russia. Uh, interesting, right, that the gas pipeline goes from Russia to Germany. And a huge gas leak occurred. The pipeline has been failing. Problems left and right. And the and European officials are, are saying it's sabotage by Russia. Folks, it's a Russian pipeline. If Russia wanted to stop giving Germany natural gas, gas to run their uh, power plants, their heating, uh, whatever it is they use the gas for, right? You can heat with it and you can do electricity with it, natural gas. If they wanted to say, look, we're not going to give Germany gas, they could just shut it down, just shut the valve, flip the switch, bink, turn off the pump. They wouldn't need to sabotage their own gas line. That's about as 
fucking stupid as saying in Ukraine, the Russians are launching artillery. They're shelling the nuclear power plant in Russian-controlled areas of, of what was once Ukraine, now is Donetsk and Luhansk. Russians are bombing the nuclear power plants that their troops are living at. Why would Russians bomb their own troops? Makes zero sense. They hold, they control, they possess these nuclear power plants, the Russians do. So why would they launch artillery at themselves, as well as risk blowing up a nuclear power plant? How fucking stupid are we supposed to be? It's Ukrainians doing it, folks. That means the CIA, MI6, Mossad, along with them, they're private contractors known as mercenaries. They're the ones trying to blow shit up. And it would make more sense to blame them for blowing up the pipeline heading from Russia to Germany than blaming Russia for blowing up their own pipeline. If they want, again, all they got to do is turn the little valve off and flip the switch on the pump. And Russia could say, okay, Germany, no more gas for you. They don't need to blow their shit up. Because they own it, and they're responsible for it. So they have to fix it. Could it have been Ukraine, folks? Once again, trying to make the world mad at Russia because Russian gas, which Germany and all of Europe needs to survive, if the supply of that gets screwed up. This is the second, third, or is it the fifth time in the last week that the Nord Stream pipeline has either been shut down, turned off, or sabotaged. Yeah, once again, Russia, folks, could just turn it off. They don't have to blow it up. Now, I want to go over to Cerveza Bug News, and I want to start with just a couple seconds of this, just because it makes me happy. With COVID... I mean, the things that we thought we knew in the beginning turned out as the months went by to not be the case, which really forced us to adapt and to change some of our policies and recommendations. That was interpreted by many as flip-flopping or not really knowing what's going on when it really was the evolution of the science. Fuck you, Dr. Fauci. Yes, fuck you, Dr. Fauci. Uh, Before I get to this news story, Dr. Fauci was spotted in Aspen, Colorado without a mask on his miserable little trollish face. Dr. Fauci, who said just the other day, Americans need to be masked indoors. Yeah, fuck you, Dr. Fauci. Now, on to this other little item I want to discuss with you guys. Folks, one person out of a hundred who are eligible have gotten the new brand new super duper updated Jim Jones juice booster. That's right, folks. Uh, only one and a half percent of people have gotten the updated juice booster. Any idea why? Any guess? Anyone want to take a wild fucking stab at this one? Could it be? Is it possible? Let me think about this. Can it be because it doesn't work? Because it's not effective and it's not safe? 
because people are still fucking keeling over from it and it doesn't work and by the way cerveza bug is not it's not over there it's not that way i can't see it in the distance right and up close nope it's not it's nowhere near me no cerveza bug uh i still haven't gotten it unless i got it and i didn't know it i've been around millions of people for the last what two fucking years and Anyways, I, I don't have the booster or the, the original Jim Jones formula, and I'm not gonna. I'm just, I'm just not gonna do it. Wouldn't be prudent. Wouldn't be smart. That's right, Jim Jones Juice, now with nanobots. <laughs> now, over in Ukraine, folks, I just want to give you a little reminder. I know I touched on this in the Zero Dark 30 episode. It would be nice if my body allowed me to sleep, but it just doesn't. I figure, though, if I sleep half as much as I would normally like to, then that means I'm getting an additional four hours of thinking time in every day. And that's probably four hours more than the average idiotic American thinks anyways. So I'm living a very high quality life, getting a lot of life packed into every day. So Ukraine has longer range, mid-range missiles that the United States government has supplied them. Well, they were already causing a little trouble uh, and threatening folks, threatening Russian cities that are over the border. And this is going to give them more reach, more range. And let's see, Russia's talking about nuclear uh, weapons to protect their allies. Isn't it funny how when NATO says, hey, 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 you mess with one of us NATO folks, you mess with all of us. You screw with any one of us, we're coming after you. So Russia says the same thing. And everyone's like, see, Putin's an evil bastard. He'll do anything, right? To, well, it's the same thing. It's just, I'm so tired of the hypocrisy and the stupidity, folks. I really am. I really am. But this one, this one, this one is beyond hypocrisy. Uh, horse-faced Jacinda Ardern. Horse-faced Jacinda Ardern. She is the prime minister of New Zealand. Guess what she has done? Guess what this liberal socialist bitch has done? Well, they also got rid of their Cerveza bug mandates and bullshit after ruining lives, businesses, fortunes, and families. But she's coming out instead. Instead of saying, get your shot. Now she's saying, we need an international alliance to censor speech. Oh, yeah, folks, I wanted to save this one, right, for the end of my monologue, right? She referred to the Global censor Censorship, Global Censorship Coalition. Can, can you imagine that? How about a coalition for freedom? How about a coalition for liberty? How about a coalition for human rights? No, no, no. It is a Global Censorship Coalition, and she's calling this a, quote, light touch approach to disinformation. 
Ardern. It, it, what a fruit loop. A light touch approach to disinformation. What light touch is there about telling people to stay in their homes and shut their businesses and you must get a shot and you have to have a new ID card? Is that her idea of a light touch? Right, this, this bitch is a BDSM dominatrix when it comes to light touch. Unbelievable. <sighs> what about the light touch from PayPal? And the light touch from the banks? And the light touch from social media? And the light touch from big tech? I like their light touch approach too. But she kind of she kind of revealed how her system would likely be right. She defended the need for global censorship, folks, because they need to combat, fight. Now, isn't it interesting when they want to use a light touch to fight, and they're going to have a light touch, right, to combat, fight. Here with right people who question climate change. And they need to stop hateful and dangerous rhetoric. And they need to stop hateful and dangerous ideology. Like what? Free speech? Right? Free speech is a dangerous ideology. And freedom and liberty is a hateful rhetoric to these people. In other words, being American, being free is what they hate. Now, here is her quote. More of it. After all, how do you successfully end a war if people are led to believe the reasons for its existence is not only legal but noble? How do you tackle climate change if people do not believe it exists? How do you ensure the human rights of others are upheld when they are subjected to hateful and dangerous rhetoric and ideology? This coming from a bitch who ignores human rights, constitutional rights, and the law. Let's step back, though. Uh, uh, how do you tackle climate change if people do not believe it exists? Well, folks, hundreds of years ago, pilgrims from England, long before anyone sailed to Australia to settle it, pilgrims from England bobbed waves after waves after waves across the Atlantic to come to North America. And they landed at a place, and they called it Plymouth. And there is actually a stone there. It's called Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock. That rock was on the beach. It's the first thing they stepped on when they got out of the boat. There it is, Plymouth Rock. Guess what? Global climate change. The sea level is rising because it's getting warmer, and the ice is melting in Antarctica and in the Arctic. Remember this? The water hasn't come up. I mean, if there is a single example that would serve as a warning for the world that it's too warm, it would be sea level rise. I mean, we can't even get the continent in North America to sink two or three feet and give the appearance of the sea level rising. Absolutely ridiculous. Okay, let's, let's move on. Right? How can we tackle climate change? Well, they're tackling the fuck out of it, don't you think? By jacking up the economy? How do you ensure the human rights of others are upheld 
when they are subjected to hateful and dangerous rhetoric and ideology. The human rights of who? Is anyone telling the homosexuals they can't screw each other in the ass? No. No. Let them deal with their monkeypox, though, if they want to play that uh, uh, bunghole roulette down at the local bar, if that's what they're up to. I'm not saying stop. I'm saying, in fact, go, go right ahead, guys. Just give each other the old heave-ho, uh-uh. Have all the fun you want with Harry Butts. Unbelievable. We're not denying them shit. You go right ahead. <laughs> go to the bar and push in your friend's stool. Have at it. We're not suggesting you can't. But we are suggesting, in fact, demanding that you do not sexualize children. Abuse children with a bunch of sexual rhetoric that is both hateful, folks, of heteronormative thought and behavior. And speaking of uh, normal behavior and thought, how about the belief that humans should be free instead of offering this protected class shit? I tell you what. Yeah, I, I mean, you could tell. You'll probably tell that I've had a lot of uh, angst over that one. Unbelievable, folks. Unbelievable. Now, Kamala Harris. I, and folks, get your questions in. It's going to be your turn. Kamala Harris to visit the DMZ in South Korea on Thursday. She's going to go to the demilitarized zone, the DMZ, in Korea. That's the border that they share with North Korea. She's going there to look at the Korean border, folks. But she won't visit the U.S. border with Mexico. She's been vice president almost two years, put in charge of dealing with the border crisis, and has still not visited the border. Is it any wonder that Republicans don't believe a freaking word said by the Democrats? And it is it any wonder at all why even Democrats themselves are looking at their own political leaders and going, you're not really representing anyone. Unbelievable, folks. Stunning, shocking and nerve rattling. So let's do this. Now it is time, folks. Oh, yeah. It is time to do the Q&A. And I'm glad that I'm able to take this time today uh, to break away from all of my hurricane preparations down here in Florida to talk to you guys and see what you want to discuss. Are you ready? Oh, man. Woo! These goose-stepping liberals, folks. They're calling for lawlessness. They're attacking us. They're, they're, they're saying they're for human rights while they deny people's human rights. I've had it with them. They are a bunch of freaks. They're intimidating people. They threaten people. They're committing acts of violence. Okay, Jolene, who do we want to bring up first? And we've got Gary, and he says, keep up the great work. And you bet I will, Gary. This is what I do. Um, this is what I do. I love it. I love coming and talking to you guys, even when I'm fucking exhausted. Uh, my arms from lifting them, my, my shoulders, my neck, my back, my thighs. I feel like I've been in a football game. <laughs> Feels great. 
All right, Jolene, who do we have next? What topic are we going to cover? And we've got Freudenberg stepping in. And he says, here in southern Sweden, electricity prices is out of control. We're connected to northern Germany and affected by their crazy green agenda, too. People won't be able to pay for heating this winter. So what did the politicians do to ease the pain? They banned wood-burning stoves. The politicians want us dead. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, Freudberg, let me get that name straight. I want to, I want to say it right. Yeah. Freudenberg. Uh, thank you for getting a hold of us from Sverdia, Sweden. Uh, isn't this amazing folks? I'm in Florida waiting for a hurricane and, and Freudenberg is in Sweden waiting for German energy policy to kill him and his family. Now I know folks in countries, uh, European, even up in Scandinavia, right up in Sweden there, you can get in trouble for saying things. Having this, this in America, we really have free speech nailed down. I can say what I want to who I want about whatever the fuck I want. Now, of course, social media could censor me. They could give me a strike and punish me because I may have hurt their feelings or broke their community guidelines and their rules, which, of course, I don't. I'm very careful about the words I choose, especially when talking about Light in the loafers, skinny jeans wearing little sissies and bitches. But um, here we are. Freudenberg is taking a chance. He's letting us know how things are going in Sweden. Folks, if you complain too loudly about politicians in Europe, in some places, that's considered seditious. But let's get back to the main point that Freudenberg made. Uh, <clears throat> they're going to outlaw wood-burning stoves. I'm surprised they haven't done that already, even prior to this mistake. But Europe, I mean, in a lot of ways, Europe is far more advanced when it comes to energy and distribution infrastructure than the United States of America. I mean, our electricity is uh, managed by utility districts, small areas, big areas. They buy their power off of the grids, but uh, our natural gas, yeah, it's not quite the same, right? You, you pay for things quite a bit differently here in America than they do in Europe. But over in Europe, they have the same issue we have here. Joe Biden was more than willing to kill the Keystone Pipeline, which was going to transport oil from Canada down into America. Over in Europe, his politicians, Freudenberg's politicians, have been shutting down everything, shutting it all down, and relying on Russia to supply the gas, the oil, their uranium, and their coal. And then they want to go and start a fucking war with them? That is how arrogant the European political leadership is. And what makes it worse, folks, is it's not just that Europe and indeed America, it's not just that we're, uh, our politicians are the most arrogant, right? And use the worst kind of rhetoric and thought to convey their ideas to us. They're controlled and paid for by the World Economic Forum and other rich, extremely rich, uber rich, if you will, corporations and families.
because those corporations and families, they benefit folks. They benefit whether the people live or the people die. The rich benefit from their decisions because they put themselves in a position through their investments, through their ownership of corporations to make money on whatever happens. Whether they win, whether they lose as a nation, the rich people always get their profit. I'm sorry about that, Freudenberg. Uh, I really am. Your politicians are trying to kill you. But don't worry, here in America, we are sympathetic. We're simpatico. We're the same. Our politicians are doing all they can to not only destroy our country, but destroy us as individuals. And not only that, but destroy our very souls, if they could, by poisoning us, not only in our bodies, but in our minds and in our spirits, by telling us that our European ancestry is evil and bad and racist. And they're doing that to our children also. And so we are fighting back here. And I hope that over there in Sparta, you're fighting back as well. All right, let us move on. Thank you, Freudenberg. And next we have Bonnie Blue 2A. Thank you, Bonnie Blue. Always appreciate your support, your help, your candor, and your questions. The president of Poland thanked the United States of America for the pipeline explosions. Now, isn't that a kick in the teeth? Why? Let's ask some questions. Why would the president of Poland thank the United States of America for the Russian pipeline exploding? Well, you would only thank the United States of America if they were involved in doing it. In other words, the United States of America is responsible for the sabotage. I thought we were told it was the Russians who sabotaged their own pipeline. Now, going further. The president of Poland is thankful that somebody, and he gives the United States of America credit. Uh, how about this? The United States government and their factions. The president of Poland thanked another country for hurting their energy. Isn't that a little, isn't that just a little obscene? That gas coming from Russia is helping the Germans and helping the Poles and helping the Czechs and helping any country that needs energy, needs gas, right? Gas is energy. Gas is warmth, hot water, house heating, and then, of course, um, <clears throat> CNG, right? Compressed natural gas is a fuel used. And when they first came out with it, folks, compared to those stinky, smelly, smoky buses that cities had, CNG was clean burning. Well, you didn't see the carbon that it emitted, so they called it clean burning, you know, because it wasn't all sooty and black looking. Anyways, yeah, I guess we don't need those CNG buses and cars either, do we? Oh, yeah, they've, they've pushed us really far, really fast over the past 25 years, folks, going from automobiles that ran on gasoline and diesel to automobiles that run on gasoline and diesel <laughs> and they want to call them flex fuel and and eco fuel and burn this and that it's a bunch of shit it's all a bunch of crap folks they're just trying to make money off us screw us over control us okay get your questions in we've got time left time left and and folks this is incredible we've got people folks 
to the far, far, far north of Sweden, right? Up in Sweden. And now we've got someone from the far, far, far south, down under in Newcastle, New South Wales, Australia. Uh, folks, uh, Australia has states, much like the United States of America has states. I don't know if it's quite set up the same as us. I don't think the, the states or territories within Australia, think of them as large counties, if you will, are independent sovereignties, but still, uh, they, they're broken up into regions. Now, hi from Newcastle, says Ray. Uh, you guys had a lot of trouble. You've had an incredible amount of trouble. And there's a lesson, I think, that we can learn from Australian brothers and sisters. And folks, they are our brothers and sisters, and in some cases, our cousins, <laughs> in a literal sense, even. Australia gave up their guns in large part, if not completely and totally, uh, because their government voted to give up their guns for them. Now, here's my deal. There's a difference between government authority and our rights. Rights come from God, the right to breathe air, the right to live, the right to defend oneself, the right to work and earn money, to buy property and own it as our own. Those are rights. Now, where the government comes in is it is operating on authority that we, the people, grant it to perform specific functions. Government is authorized by us. Understand the words, folks. Government authority comes from us because we are the ones who authorized it to exist. So the authority from government is the authority government uses because we authorize the government. See, once again, author to write. We authorize the government. Isn't it interesting that government uses the word authority to mean brute force? When once again, the word author, authority, right, is at the beginning of the word authority. Since when does writing become force? Was well, the pen mightier than the sword? Well, if you obey the pen at all times, then you're obeying the authority of the government. But it doesn't have true, true authorship, folks. Government is only authorized to do that which we allow it. Now, down in Australia, again, their authors there, their law writers, the authority that has been vested in their government decided they don't need to have their rights, right, to self-governance. And see, that is, is such a, the concept of self-governance. We use the word freedom or liberty. Let's start using the concept of self-governance. I don't need a government to tell me what to do. I don't need the government to tell me what to do. I can self-govern. That's what freedom and liberty is. I don't need the government to protect me. I can protect myself. That's what the Second Amendment is about. If you want to allow the government to perform some functions of protection, fine. But the government has its self-protection uh, that it calls the police. And it's using the police to gain more power for itself by controlling us with its authority, by authoring rules. Right? It's, it, all of this is words, folks. It's all words until it comes down to force. And what has Australia done? 
they locked their people in their homes, just like our government did here in America. And they arrested men, they arrested old women, they arrested children, they arrested pregnant mothers because they wouldn't do what the government said when Cerveza Bug was coming. I hope you have learned your fucking lesson in Australia. I love you guys. New Zealand, I hope you learned your fucking lesson. Canada, you better have learned your fucking lessons. And America, you better wake the fuck up and learn your lessons. The government does not have the authority, even in an emergency, to tell you what to do. We are a self-governing people. That is what the common law is about. That is what freedoms and rights are about. Self-governance. The freedom that the government gives us to walk down the street or to get on a bus or to drive a car. That is not freedom. That's not freedom. You're not free to go walking anywhere or free to drive anywhere. They're calling that special permission that they can take away. Those aren't rights. We're going to get in a big fight over this, folks. There's a big difference between privilege and freedom. There's a big difference between rights and permissions. There's a big difference, folks, between self-governance and being governed. Big difference. Most people don't realize it. They go from being governed by their parents, and then they become 18, and they go, where's mommy and daddy? And then they go, oh, government is here to help and tell me what to do. No. That's not their job. That's really not their authority. They have no authority to tell us what to do. Yet every single fucking day, all we do is hear about it from them. Government says you have to do this. Government says you must do that. If you don't do it, government's going to send the police. Well, the government can suck it. They can suck it long and they can suck it hard. They can kiss my ass too. All right. <laughs> tell you what. The fight's coming. The Democrats, the liberals, the socialists in D.C. and in every state and in every city, every Karen has it written in their DNA code to try and tell you what to do and snitch you off. And they're becoming more and more violent. And the more their, their power is questioned and the more the courts rule and check them and say, no, 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 you can't do that, the more pissed off they're going to get especially as they lose their power in elections. Why do you think they're electioneering? Why do you think they're bringing in voting machines? Why do you think they're passing all of these? Let's make it easy to vote laws. You can mail in ballot. You can do all of these things, right? You can vote. Well, if you're dead, even you can vote. Hell, vote early, vote often is basically a Democrat slogan. And if you cheat in the elections, well, hell, to the Democrats, that's a resume enhancer. But that's why they're trying so, so hard, folks, to control the way voting happens, to influence elections in a, a very negative way, to buy votes from illegals. They just brought in 5 million illegal aliens. They want all of those 5 million to vote, folks. But what's a little bit funny is who the fuck is going to vote for the Democrats? Even illegals that come in don't agree with their morality. Do you think the illegal Catholic Mexicans that have come up to America, do you think they want to see their children groped on by Joe Biden or some drag queen or some Fruit Loop wearing a fucking dog collar on his neck? 
and some assless chaps walking down the street going, pride for everyone. Right. No, they don't. There's a big disconnect between all of the left and the various factions they're trying to control. Okay, let's move on if we shall. We've got more topics coming from you. And we've got Ooman. Ah, okay, thank you, Ooman. He says, lots of channels were playing the clip from back in February where Potato Joe, that would be Gigi Biden, said he would stop the Nord Stream pipelines. When asked how he would do that, he said, don't worry, we can get it done. You bet. Isn't it funny, though? I mean, okay, we're going back to the Nord Stream Pipeline, which is Russia's pipeline to deliver natural gas to Germany and all of Europe. Okay? Now, the pipeline shut down. The pipeline has a leak. The pipeline explodes. And the world goes, oh, my God, Russia just sabotaged their pipeline. What, what, again, why would Russia do that to itself when they can just turn off the, the spigot, turn off the valve in their own country? Putin can, whenever he wants, just turn that thing off with basically the flick of a switch. But yeah, folks, the United States government has been threatening, threatening, right? Threatening. It's unbelievable, folks. Who benefits? World Economic Forum, how are they benefiting? Well, they want the people of Europe, folks, on their knees, and they're getting it. The World Economic Forum, folks, based out of Davos, Switzerland, a group of incredibly wealthy families, businesses, and individuals who have worked together to make their influence, folks, their decisions, the same decisions that countries have around the world. And one of the things they want, they want people to have no property. They want people to eat bugs. They want people to not have the energy they need to live the lifestyles they enjoy. Now, once again, for those who don't know, you said, why do they want us to live such shitty lives? Why are these wealthy bastards trying to stop us from traveling and having uh, vacations. Why do they want us to live like paupers, like the most poor? Why do they want to bring Europe and America, bring down the standard of living so where we're like third world countries? Folks, when you really look around right now, I could go buy the same suit as Klaus Schmidt. I could go buy the same suit as George Soros or Bill Gates. And hell, I can probably buy it less expensively. And they don't like that, folks. They don't like that you can go dress in the same clothes they can. Not that they're fashion kings, but that we can live just as well as they do on our meager salaries, as it well, as it were. So they want us more poor. It's not just that they don't want us to look at them when we walk by them to our coach seats on a plane as they sit in first class. They don't even want us on the plane. They don't want us in their vacation hot spots, whether it's in California on the beach in Malibu or down in Florida or where I'm at now or over in Hawaii or Tahiti. They don't want us to enjoy the good life. 
They don't like us eating the same food. We get to eat meat. They get to eat meat. How much difference is there between the most rich and wealthy and us? Yes, they have extravagant houses, massive estates. They, they don't just have one car. They have many, and they, their cars aren't garbage. They have very nice cars, but they're cars nonetheless that we have. Four wheels and a seat and a fucking steering wheel, and we can go down the road too. Now, when I was a young boy, folks, it's a hot day. You want to cool off? You flip the wing window on the car and blast that hot air in the car to cool you off. It was a luxury to have power steering, power brakes, air conditioning, and power windows and locks. Those are luxury items when I was a kid. You had to order that shit special from the factory. Today, <laughs> all cars are power. I haven't seen a fucking roll-up window in a car. You're fucking cranking that thing to get the window up. And then it gets stuck and you got to push it back to the corner and then start going again. When was the last time you saw that? The rich people are tired of us living so well. They want to bring us down, and they're doing it. They want people to get cold and starve. Hey, rich people, they got all the heat they need. Poor people, we're even going to take your wood stoves from you. You can't burn paper and trash. You can't burn sticks and leaves. You can't burn wood because, well, that's polluting stuff. But go to a rich person's house. Go to one of these rich bastards' house, 20,000 square feet, all perfectly heated to a very comfortable 72 degrees in the winter and all air conditioned down to a comfortable 68 degrees in the summer. All 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 square feet of their mansions will be pristine, climate-controlled comfort for them. But for you, fuck you. You're cold. You put on a sweater, you peasant. That's their mentality, folks. They want to see us suffer again. The way the common man suffered hundreds of years ago, while the rich ate well, lived well, were clothed well, could travel well. Well, well, well. It's that simple, folks. They don't like to see us live well and live healthy. I mean, it was 10 years ago. Well, go, see, go get a wellness check every year. Go see your doctor. They'll take good care of you. Your health, let's take care of you while you're young. So when you're older, you'll be more healthy. Live longer and enjoy your retirement. Well, the rich are sitting around going, wait a fucking minute. What's the difference between me and, and those lowly peasants? They've got doctors. I've got a doctor. Their doctor prescribes great drugs and saves their lives. And that's all. We, there's not much difference between us and them, folks. They want more difference. Trust me, that's important to them. They fucking hate us. And it's all coming out now. Let's move on. Jolene, what do we have next? <laughs> We've got doing stuff with Nikki. And she says, I'm looking at the Weather Channel now, seeing lines of cars getting out up of North Florida there. I wonder how many New York and California plates are in there. <laughs> I keep thinking of Uman's troll chat command. Take 95 North. And F all the way off. <laughs> and she says, I'm sorry, hurricanes and booze, I get a little dingy, I'll behave. Uh, Nikki, I think, is across the state from where I'm at. She's somewhere that way. Anyways, um, I'm thinking that this hurricane down here in Florida is going to chase out a lot of these uh, California, 
Chicago and New York types who are thinking, wait, I, I thought Florida was paradise and I would just go live there and, and maybe it'll chase some of the Yanks off, right? Too much trouble. Uh, but I'm sure they'll be back when they go up north and they're reminded when they're told to put on their mask and go get a vaccine and to kiss their governor's ass and hand over their guns and pay more in taxes, I'm sure they'll figure it out. I kind of like it down here in the South, folks. No matter where I've traveled in the South, I've loved it and the people. And I wish folks would would understand the, the I don't want to say the privilege, but rather the honor of knowing for ourselves what freedom and liberty is, our rights. How many people have lived an entire lifetime and not understood that they have right? How many people have not lived with the philosophy, the spiritual belief that God has endowed them with inalienable rights? That thought probably never occurred to a lot of people that they always must obey their master, their lord, their laird, their lord, their master, their count, their duke, their earl, their king. No, folks, those people, noble or not, they are not gods. They certainly don't own anybody. They only own people in so as and so as far as those people allow themselves to be owned. They want mental slaves, folks. That's what they want. They want us afraid. They want us cowering. They want us to beg them. Now, I want to end on this little point. The liberals, folks, think the Constitution needs to be rewritten to stop Donald Trump. In Congress, they're trying to write and pass laws to stop Donald Trump. I never in my life dreamed that a single human being could be so feared by the evil in this country that they would try rewriting our laws to, to stop and thwart a single human being. Uh, Donald Trump is not Ronald Reagan. Donald Trump is not Teddy Roosevelt. He is not Andrew Jackson. He is not George Washington. He's Donald Trump. But these people hate him to such a massive degree that they cannot help themselves. They can't. They cannot help themselves, folks. It is incredible what is going on in this country. The justification for Democrats wanting to destroy our Constitution, rewrite the Constitution, is one single man, Donald Trump? Or is President Trump actually really accurate in his description when he said um, the Democrats want to kill you, to stop you, to harm you? Right? They're not after me, Donald Trump. They're after you. And the reason they're after me, Donald Trump, is because I am in the way. It's quite, quite an interesting way to think of things. Right? Who else, folks, is looking out for the people? Now, I'm down here in Florida right now. And Governor DeSantis is beloved by the people of Florida. Absolutely beloved by the people of Florida. 
because he talks about freedom and liberty, because he doesn't sugarcoat things, because he serves the people. He took an oath as a naval officer, right? So that's very respectable, right? And he took an oath to serve the people, and he's living up to that oath, right? Uh, Donald Trump is Donald Trump, but Governor DeSantis is an entirely different story. I'm expecting, folks, that as I learn more and more, we're going to find out where this fight goes. Are you prepared? You need for SHDF, food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, and a means of self-defense. But you need up here to be ready. How can you be prepared to fight evil if you don't have a philosophical basis, a spiritual understanding, and a healthy respect for history to understand where we're at and where this is going? Chance favors the prepared mind. Aren't you glad you are a prepper? I'm going to leave you for now. I'll be back at zero dark 30 because that's what time I wake up. And we'll talk more about what's going on in this world as I get prepared for Hurricane Ian to slam into us here on the west coast of Florida. Chance favors the prepared mind. <laughs> I'm ready to take on the hurricane. You guys be cool until we meet again. Semper Fi and God bless America.